Welcome to the Real Talk Weekly Podcast, where we discuss news, culture, life, and dive into deep conversations about our faith. Here's your host, Alan Reed. Fancy Feast, the cat food company announces plans to feed humans. Delicious. <laughs> and a new study finds that digital religion is making faith experience richer for millennials. Digital religion. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, that works. Great. That's gonna that that's gonna set out. some people off right there. Digital we're gonna digital. we're gonna discuss this and many more things today at the Real Talk Weekly Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. At Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> yes. I'm Alan Reed, host of the show. And uh, we have with us today David Bullard and Allie Woolard. I it love does. saying y'all's last names together. Just, Willy Willy. You yep. guys it's like you're related. Bullard nope. and Woolard. We're not. Yeah. But be. we do there is a David Woolard in yeah, our side of the family. There is. And there's a, there's you have a, a Michael Bullard on your side. Yeah, my brother. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, that's crazy. My father-in-law is David. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And her husband Fun is fact. Michael. Fun <laughs> fact with our team. And my brother's name. <laughs> so you guys have probably learned this by now. If you've watched the show, we hand out some dishes, which are some kind of crazy, fun, silly dishes. Uh, news articles. They're not really news. They're t- probably too silly to be news, but... Oh, they're news. Yeah. Okay. They're news. Because they'd be new to someone else. So that's uh, news. We hope they True. are. True. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do a deep dish and that's something a little bit more thought provoking, mm-hmm. sometimes controversial. Um, but it's, it's to help us to be, to think seriously about things that are going on, uh, in our world, typically from a spiritual and a Christian perspective. So, so we're going to be doing that today, but we have an icebreaker that we'd like to start off with first. And so as we were brainstorming like three minutes ago, before we turn <laughs> on the camera, uh, we decided that we were going to pull out our phones and the Woo-hoo. the very first, I guess it's the last picture, the last picture that you have saved, which would be the oldest picture. Am yeah. I describing that right? Sure. Your oldest, the oldest picture. What is the first on picture your phone, on your phone? The first first. picture, yes, yeah. on your phone. Very first. It depends on which way you're counting. Right, yeah. And so what is it? And tell also, us. Also, we're, we're posting these. Yes, you we will are. see yeah. these. Yep. If you're listening to it on audio, Please go to YouTube and, and you can first like it, and subscribe. I mean, I can. We can put them on the Instagram too. That's true. We can put them on Instagram. So, so um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, this is a weird first photo because it's not a more recent. It was saved in 2014, mm-hmm. but it is not a recent photo of me oh. or my siblings. Um, let me let me show you said picture. Let me preface by saying this was at the local sock hop. At the elementary school. Aww. If I was I'm, to say this, you guys would laugh because you would think. Well, we had sock, sock hops, hops back in normal. the day. Did you? Yeah. You just wore your regular clothes. We actually so. had a dress up. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh. oh, there comes that comedian. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's the picture. It is of me and my two sisters. And I am that does when the, the grease, whatever you call them. Grease ball. Grease ball. Sure. Just kidding. I, I think my I'm mom greaser. actually... You can't really tell because the picture is potato, but um, <laughs> that the <laughs> there is a candy cigarette rolled up in my sleeve. Ooh. Yep. Did you smoke it? <laughs> yes, Alan. I smoked the candy <laughs> cigarette. That was the craziest trip yes, I've ever been on. Um, <laughs> and you know it is Sugar the sock high. hop because, i.e., the record the behind record on the on wall. The wall. Mm. Um, but b- both my sisters are in poodle skirts, and there you go. Uh, that's probably circa... 2000 
Maybe 1999. Was it elementary? Is that what you said? Yeah. Elementary is the only place that does sock hops anymore, I think. You could fix a lot of problems if you brought that into high school. So. Yes. So true. Which is funny because I always thought poodle skirts were like maybe just like the cut of the skirt, but it literally is you put a, a poodle, poodle on poodle. on. And that on the was skirt. before my time, by the way. We did not have those when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was in the 80s. Yeah. We wore cool stuff. We rolled up our jeans, though. I think we were the first ones to do that. I, think no. I see some of you guys, yeah, rolling the tight. We did that 20-something years ago. Yeah. So you want to do yours first? You want me to show mine? You're showing it, so yeah, why don't you go? It. <laughs> <laughs> like, you He's really mine? excited about it. So here's mine, I'll, and I'll uh, zoom in. Uh, so living in Fort Collins, Colorado, we were only like <gasps> oh, an dear. hour. No moose. That is oh, not moose. a deer. That's an elk. Oh, elk. Yes, it is an elk. Yeah. And so uh, this was in Estes Park. Um, yep, up near the top. So this is about oh twelve thousand feet, and uh, yeah, you see elk all the time. It was They're such so, so fun. That's quite that's quite the the rack of antlers there. Yeah, when we um, live in there, we could just drop off the kids. We could be up in Estes Park. In so you just drop the kids off in Estes Park and let them run. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, we would, we would drop them oh, off at school serious. and we would go play, oh, and oh, they would come okay. back in time. So to you pick just them up. didn't leave them at the park. You just no, we left them at school, oh. just hoping that they wouldn't get sick. Or oh yeah, yeah. If you listen to last week that they didn't steal a lunch ticket, we had to go pick them up. <laughs> yeah. Anything like that. So anyways, but that's my first one on there. That's a good one. What year? Uh, that was in 2015. Wow. So so that was an old picture too. That's good. At 8.34 a.m. Wow. <laughs> it's up there early. 12,000 yeah. feet? Yeah. We wow. got up early. Golly. Um, yeah. All right. Mine is also from 2015. And actually, let me see. It's probably, we're almost... How many years is that? Seven. Seven years to the day, almost. Wow. Um, it is a selfie of myself and my. What was the date? Um, 2015. 2015. Oh, oh. What's September? September third. It was a Thursday. <gasps> no. The fourth. Alan. One wow. day apart. That was a Friday. Like we what? almost linked. Oh. Okay, go well, ahead. two very different photos. Yes. So what were you doing? Um, I am with my college roommates. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, with my college roommates at a Kelly Clarkson concert. Oh, nice. Kelly in Clarkson. In Little Rock. Yeah. And wow. Pentatonics. And we bought the cheap seats. They were like $30, $35. That's a lot of money for Kelly. <laughs> oh, oh. Dang. Well, yeah. Kelly Clarkson will never listen to this podcast. Yes. Sorry, um, Kelly. She's she's really good. She was also like seven and a half months pregnant. And mm. she like still did everything full out. It was wow. phenomenal. That's like one of those people that you see running around on stage singing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Having a baby, or yes. maybe not having a baby. But on stage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I don't want to yeah. imagine. I meant to say carrying a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. That we is. got there and they upgraded our seats. We got moved right to the stage. Wow. That and is. I was like, that's why you just are kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. That's why. She went to high school right down the road from where I was a youth pastor. She was probably in high school at the same time. Did you try to evangelize her? Um, she may have been and she may have come visit, you know, she probably did visit our youth ministry because it was like, I mean, we had like 30 or 40 kids. Oh my God. So you should have so known. This was way there. back. We were in Joshua, Texas. Kelly, we were in Joshua, like right down the road from Burleson, <laughs> Texas, where, where you grew up. So anyways, 
How do you know all this yeah, fun facts say, about Kelly Clarkson? I just remember when she originally came on the show from Burleson, Texas. Yeah. And so I do yeah. have a lot of fun memories of American Idol. Yeah, I was going to say, remember when everyone watched American Idol? Back we in the day. Do. This was a good day. That was my the wife, first season of our, American my, Idol. We watched it. Do you remember who stuff. lost to Kelly Clarkson? The guy with Justin the curly hair? Rigatoni. I don't remember his yeah. last year. I, don't, I never Justin. remember the names. It's Justin. from Kelly to Just or Justin to Kelly. Yeah, I don't remember. Hold Justin Gear Gear. They kind of made it where it sounded like, like maybe they had a, a thing for each other. That was yeah. just that was. It was part of was the your point. show. It probably was like because they obviously didn't date from afterwards. Justin to Kelly. Great film. Um, Justin, yeah, Gearini. <laughs> that helped a lot. G U A R I N I. I'm glad you looked that up. <laughs> We're, We're not good. Italian. And no. You know that based off of our last <laughs> and, as well. Yeah, they would have loved that that spill. <laughs> I think it's Justin probably time for us to. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move on to our that. dishes now. <laughs> Very Speaking good. Speaking of dishes. So Speaking of dishes. We're going into the dish. David, you can go ahead and, and give us the first dish. Feed us dish. that fancy feast. Yeah, yes. so <laughs> literally here's this a dish. This interesting article. Um, so the cat. The cat. The, <laughs> <laughs> the article. The, is about a uh, cat food brand will let humans eat its latest fancy feast. So fancy feast, right? Mm-hmm. Delicious food for, for cats. cats. Yeah. Um, it's, but typically you know, it's edible for humans. As too. you, you know, you pop open a yeah. top of fancy feast and mm-hmm. bing, that dinner. strong gravy. Yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah. It really just hits you right in the face. Um, so apparently they thought it was a good idea to have, um, apparently a like world renowned chef, I forget who it was, um, come in like, here you go. It's Cesari Casella. Sure. Mm-hmm. Apparently a Michelin star winning Italian chef. Okay. You need to work on pronouncing. I know. It's I, all the Italian. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly I'm not an Italian. Italian. So, uh, they had her come and, um, oh my gosh. No, okay. I was going to say, I was like, there's another name on here that I was like, <laughs> wait, is that the chef? No, it was the chef. So they had them come in and do um, a fancy feast style bistro, Italian bistro. Was and it one, cat food? It does not say not that clear. they did not use cat food. Hmm. So that's very disconcerting. And you know, all those cooking shows, they're like elevated whatever dish. Right. Or if you're playing like, the grocery games. You have to use you the have ingredients to use they the, give you. Yeah. So Ooh. this is just that to the next level. So apparently this was located in New York City. That makes um, sense. West Village and Meatpacking District, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> one, because cats. And two, yeah. cat food. Yeah. Um, but why they thought this was going to be a good idea, why anybody would want to come right. eat fancy I was trying to see if I could find like food. the after because it's already happened like a couple of weeks ago, yeah, like mid-August, and I didn't have enough time to find. I found an article, but it wasn't. It was the day of, so I don't know. It was I, temporary, so it's it. A little pop up. That's the only good idea they had about this thing is that they weren't going to. It was just make a, a restaurant. Thing. It was a temporary. I thing. was thinking they were making a restaurant. It was just going to be human food, but it was going to look like cat food. Once I'm again, like, which honestly why? might be worse. <laughs> have you guys ever that's, eaten that cat is food before? No. Not have on you? Purpose. A dog food, but not cat food. Oh, gross, it, man. My dad. Why? My dad will. I, I just do will that try too. just about anything. Maybe it's really? a dad thing. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe it is a dead thing. Aren't you curious about what things taste like? No, because I smell them. (laughs) You can smell it. Since I I have, I don't have a cat, so I I bet you I would have tried it. Okay, well I'm as long as it's not going to kill me. Yeah. Next next show we're going to do. If you eat it, I'll eat it. No, definitely not eating it. No. I've eaten a lot of things (laughs) in my life. Stealing meal tickets for yeah. cats. Oh from my cats. I've, I've, eaten, I've eaten. Not today, I, kitty. You're stealing t- meal tickets yes. from people, <laughs> and then you go around and like steal their their cans before they get them. I just the no, cats. I'll just Why steal a meal ticket when you can just eat dog food? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's sometimes right. it might be the same at school cafeterias, mm-hmm. especially well, in the 40s. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? The weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Mm-hmm. Uh, haggis. What? Haggis. It's sheep. Sheep intestine, intestine cook, oh. cooked in, hmm. in. Isn't it a Irish or no? Scot- not Irish. Scottish. 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 Huh. Yeah, it's a delicacy. It, speaking of cat food, very similar. Similar, yeah. Um, I just th- it's like tuna was, fish, right? And like a lot of cat food, just tuna. No, tuna, uh, they have chunks of chicken and fish, beef. Uh, yeah, I guess they. Our do. cats get a See, lot. See, like, I didn't grow up with food. cats. I mean, we did have a cat when I was little, but I think he just ate. My, I'm, I'm sure my <laughs> mom fed the cat, I think but he was he an outdoor cat. He so hold on, <laughs> he was a rough the, cat. Going back to the cat. question, yeah. you said I've cat. eaten a lot of weird things in my life. Was dog food the weirdest thing that you've ever I eaten? I feel like it's a no. There's no, no way. What I've is eaten, the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? I've eaten a dog. <gasps> you've eaten dog. I've eaten dog in South Korea. It was like an initiation. Oh, no. No. Was, to what cult? It was, it was like it was a bunch of guys. Or a it was college gang. guys. Yeah it was, a gang. yeah, it was a bunch of college guys, and they took me out to eat, and they were surprising me where we we're gonna go, and uh-huh. we went, and I had no idea. Like it wasn't even on my mind that that's where we we're gonna go, and we went to a place a that was. Remind so, me not to bring my dog up here. I think I think the weirdest yeah. thing that I've ever eaten is unagi. Which Brain? Is, no. Oh, you have pointed. you never seen Friends? Unagi. I have, but yeah. I forgot what unagi. It is. It's freshwater eel. <laughs> Oh, ew! It was not good. Doesn't sound yeah. good. But that's Squid. the weirdest Maybe thing. Maybe salt water eel mm-hmm. would have been better. Yeah, add a little salt to yeah. it. You know, I did it. Yeah, I've eaten silkworm, squid, fish eyes. I've eaten a lot of stuff. And you're still here. Still here. Healthy. You're still kicking. Look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> not me. Yeah. Maybe ate a an little bit too much. An alumni of a South Korean gang. Yeah. Uh, that is interesting. That would you know. Yeah, I was I was curious about. I would love to see what the food looked like. I, w- I would hope it would look like cat food. Otherwise, it's like, why make it? I bet it's you there be were a, influencers that went to yeah, it. Yeah, it's got to be some sort of pub- pub- publicity, publicity stunt. Yes, yeah. I think so, too. Man, speaking is hard for me today. Maybe yeah. Fancy Feast sales were you yeah. know, going kerplunk. Yeah. And they're like, you know what would do better? <laughs> is if we sold these to humans. For, yeah. Genius. Genius. Mm-hmm. They did it. Well, we're talking about it today. So Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Good article. I like that article. That was good. Yeah. All right. I'm glad I don't live in New York City. Same. I have a very different article. <laughs> you do. Um, this one was chosen for you. Let's just say that. But it, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. I chose this did one. Did you for choose it? No, okay. you're we'll give you credit. Did you? I did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I didn't choose. I just The Lord just, chose this, maybe if that's what you're trying to say. I thought you were on vacation I was or on, on COVID real vacation. or something. <laughs> My goal is to never be on COVID. Um, yeah. We all remember the cinematic masterpiece, Even Stevens. Even Stevens. Mm. Honestly, just the casting. Disney Channel. Everything. If you're not aware. Yeah. 
just prime television as a child. What was the so for those who are listening, who is the who is the main actors in said show? Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Um, Beans, which I don't know. I don't remember Beans. Real, I thought real Beans name. was just his name in general. And then, uh, what Ren. was her name? Ren. Ren. Oh, you're doing this one. Okay, cool. Ren. Even Stevens. I don't remember, but she's a cool it's person. It's something remote. Christy rem- Carlson Romano. Romano. Also Italian. <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking names in no more. I'm <laughs> not <laughs> speaking the names no more. Anyway, so Shia LaBeouf is, you know, he's out there. We know this. He's kind of a weirdo. Um, so he's raised Jewish and Christian, but doesn't really pick up on either of these things throughout his lifetime. Um, he's on the hot wings. I mean, he's made some great films, actually holes, another great movie. Mm. Um, just that is a good movie. I was uh, just talking about that yesterday. Yeah, Just a, a lineup of a lot of good films, but also equally weird things in his life. Anyways, he's filming this new movie about, um, Make sure I say his name right, which is also going to be um, Italian. Padre Pio. That's a, Italian? I think so. Padre's. Or Latin? Padre is. Father Pio? I guess Padre could be. It's probably a. Pio? Pio? Po? Po? I don't know. I don't know. I think that this man is a like Franciscan monk, saint. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so through all of the filming and preparing for this, um, Shy LaBeouf is in a very dark spot in his life, actually on the brink of suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this story is just like coming out. And honestly, as time is progressing, like there are more developments to this. I think he's been sitting down for more interviews talking about this. So it's really fascinating. Um, but he like had a gun within reach ready to like just fix his problems in his own way. Um, but throughout all of this, comes to have an interest in like this deep rich traditional latin catholicism for this role that he's playing and actually has given his life to christ at this point um i say given his life to christ with some hesitancy because i do not know enough about like the catholic tradition in in a very traditional latin sense um, but he's like working alongside a bishop who is walking him through what that looks like. And um, he, Shia LaBeouf actually speaks about like, I had a lot of these like fleshly things that were going on, like my ego and everything was getting in the way. And then God showed me how he flipped that mm-hmm. and brought me to him through that. So a lot of the language that he uses seems very like things are clicking for him and he's getting it. And so I just thought that was awesome. Um whether and it's hard, right? I think that we judge Hollywood a lot yep. and say, like, is it a publicity stunt? Um, is it gonna help the movie make more? Right. Are they trying to get, you know, people who maybe wouldn't go see this movie to now come to theaters and increase sales? Um, but everything that I've heard and read so far, Shia LaBeouf seems like he's very like this is a huge turning point in his life for him. So Hopefully that really is the case. But well, I don't want to be a downer, but didn't he do the same thing with being like not Catholicism, but uh, Orthodox, not Orthodox, but uh, what's the other word? No. What we are as Baptists, we are Presbyterian. Presbyterian. I mean, not Presbyterian. No. <laughs> uh, shoot. What is it called? I'm really what's sure. the word I'm looking for? Anglican? <laughs> <laughs> Retired. 
<laughs> Protestant. That's yes, the word we're looking for. Go. Protestant. Um, after he did the movie Fury, he was a like a a Bible. Oh, character. was he really? Yeah. I don't remember. He, that. I feel like there was. This is deja vu. Maybe. Deja LaBeouf, if maybe, you will. Maybe this is the time. Maybe it is. Right. He did say, and I thought this was interesting, like, in my mind, sometimes when I think about people who are non-believers, like, what's appealing to them would be th- things that, um, you know, like, entertainment. So, like, entertainment value seems like a big thing that draws people in. Mm-hmm. He actually said the opposite. So, he is deterred from churches who, like, go up there and play guitar and lead worship in that sense because it doesn't feel authentic to him. Mm-hmm. So that's why like this very traditional Catholicism and with a lot of like the strong Latin influences is what he feels is genuine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is so fascinating. So yeah, this, I really hope this one. Yeah. Cynically, you can look at it one way, but it could also just be a part of his faith journey. Yeah, Every yeah. time Absolutely. he's encountered, quote, some type of, you know, Christian form of Christianity that he's influenced by it mm-hmm. and, just goes back to I think we all, we all ha- we're going to be worshiping something, mm-hmm. and um, and we're not living right. You find something that inspires you. You're right. gonna give and it I, a try. I don't know how you can do the hot wings challenge and not meet the Lord. Yeah. During that, so I feel like you've you've probably come as close to heaven as yes as most as mortal people. And we've could. all done the hot wings challenge. No, I have not. <gasps> well, I, I have. Okay, so hold up. This is a very weird segue, but have everyone done a like buffalo wild wings hot wings challenge before i've done it with kids ministry here me too i did it with i did the buffalo wild wings challenge absolutely not so hey here you go mm-hmm. here's one thing that <laughs> when we talked about the last podcast of things that we did in school that was not good so um i skipped class one one day senior Dang. skip day but oh, it wasn't, but no, 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 no. We did <laughs> it on a different day because they told us that year, if you skipped on that day, yep. you would get detention or mm. they threatened you. So we did it a different day. So we decided that we were going to go do the Buffalo Wild Wings Hot Wings Challenge. Nice. First uh, warning sign that we shouldn't have. We had a small minor earthquake that morning in <gasps> Rogers, Arkansas. I remember. Yeah. Wow. It was back in like 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2010. I was in my English class. Yeah, we had a small earthquake that morning, <laughs> and we still did it. Uh, I got through like maybe five wings, and I almost passed out. Wow. <laughs> I was shaking, and I couldn't breathe, and like, yeah. Isn't that weird? That's it's a little just bit, hot sauce. Right. When we do, I mean, you do the same one that I did but at different times, mm-hmm. you know, but. Uh, I had to put my hair in a ponytail. Really? Yeah. I was like, my kids make fun <laughs> of me because deal. like for bar, I like everything mild. I don't same. like hot anything. And so like for, I'm more of a medium guy. for barbecue, um, <laughs> you know, I like, there's one of them called uh, sassy sauce. So my kids yeah. like, sassy sauce. yes, they, they always make fun of me for that one, but they <laughs> were are dying. Sassy. They were dying. And then I was just eating it like nothing. Yeah. I was like, I think so I you like to enjoy ready. your Got food. It. Yeah. I like winning for one and oh, it was yeah. a competition, yeah. but, um, good, but yeah. But I don't, I don't know how we got on this. But Sorry, yeah, that was a very weird segue to that question. Yeah. But but yeah, so, that's yeah. interesting. And, and <laughs> Child of So it is interesting. It's just like, man, if we can just get the gospel in front of people, mm-hmm. if we can, you know. Well, and like, I, I used to get so, and I still do, I used to get so pumped up about Hollywood 
hearing the gospel, people who are in Hollywood because mm-hmm. of the influence they have on others is massive. Yep. Like, can you imagine, I mean, Justin Bieber, yeah, eh, back and forth. But again, again, like it's a journey. Like yeah. I know some people give him a really hard time, but it's like, you know what? You try being famous like he is. Yeah, exactly. At 16. And, so, and like yeah. he is out here talking about Christ Right. to millions and he goes of to a people church who follow him. Had a lot of issues, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's got to be confusing. So, yeah. But so, just how that would change our world mm-hmm. if more people who had that kind of influence really were on fire for Christ. Yeah, yeah. So that's the way I'm going to choose to look at it. Every time he's encountered some form of Christianity, he's been inspired by it, yeah. trying it out. Obviously, it's not a bad thing. Not no. a bad thing. <laughs> not a bad thing at all. Hopefully, he's not just doing it for, for the money and to get people to go see a show. I mean, show, if he but... was, I wouldn't have chosen Orthodox Catholicism. <laughs> right. Yeah. But there some are many other options. Yeah. A big population yeah. of our country would, for sure. So this is probably a good segue into the deep dish, you know, Um so let me talk about that one. There was an article that I found and uh, kind of made you talk, you know, bring up the one that you just mm-hmm. covered that I thought was really good. Digital religion makes faith experience richer for uh, millennial believers. So, and they define that. And I just thought this was so interesting. I'm going to pull up. I actually copied and pasted that article so I could, mm-hmm. I can pull up highlights on it. But uh, so they are defining millennials, you know, about 18 to 35 years old. And 1980, and so the math doesn't work, so this must be like a year old or two. But if you were born between the years of 1984 and 2001, they're defining you as a millennial. Yeah, this study was in 2019. Yeah, so every every one of these can be a little bit, every definition of millennial can be a little bit different. I thought that by this definition, my son's a millennial, but by other ones, he's a Gen Z. Mm-hmm. But um but I thought this was really, for, first of all, when you look at the title, Digital Religion Makes Faith Experience Richer for Millennial Believers, some people are going to have a reaction like, yeah. no, you know yeah. what I mean? But what's y'all's thoughts? You guys were born, you're, uh, yeah, when were you born? 91. 91. 93. Okay. So yeah, you guys are smack dab in the middle of this. So do you agree or disagree? And it's not a trick question. Yeah. I mean, but what what's your thoughts? How has... The digital form of faith, religion, um, how has it impacted you? My initial reaction is that I think the headline is a headline, right? Mm -hmm. It's attention grabbing and it's clickbait. But I, my initial reaction is to not agree in the sense that everything feels less, less real online. But I will say the, the frequency of which you consume content Mm-hmm. that has a spiritual background um, is like through the roof. Like you can stumble upon anything religious yeah. at any point in the day. Right. Um, like the doom scroll that we get into you mm-hmm. and a lot of people spend a lot of their time doom scrolling and you just can't get out of it. And so the likelihood of something religious popping on your screen at that point is there. So right. I see yeah. like the benefit to it, but yeah. if I, I don't really know that I feel like it's enriching Mm-hmm. Our spiritual growth. Right. Yeah. I think it's interesting how this article doesn't include 2020. So it was done in 2019, yeah. which is very interesting because I'm before, sure the numbers COVID, would have yes. exponentially grown because yeah. of how things played out in 2020, especially in the church world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us that work at a church, we, we saw how a lot of things went to digital because of not being able to meet in person. Mm-hmm. Um but it is interesting to say that the they declared that this was 
a thing like that millennials are finding a deeper faith in religion because of digital means, mm-hmm. which then goes back to like, um, whenever the Bible app first came out, uh, the U version Bible app, um, how that's exploded yeah. over the past mm-hmm. years that it's been, how people nowadays don't carry a, a physical Bible anymore. Yeah. Most right. of them are on the phone. And I do. I mean, yeah. like on my phone, yeah. it's, it's convenient and you have all the translations you ever need. Yeah. Um, and so th- uh, in that sense, I can see, okay, yes, it's been supplementary to make your faith grow because it's been a tool, but in the other sense, um, how deep is that, that relationship and how deep is that faith because right. of digital media? Yeah. Like Ali was saying that, a lot of this stuff is not very deep. It's very surface level. Yeah. But not to say that it's not possible to be in a deep relationship and deep faith because of digital media, but it's a lot easier to hide behind a keyboard and mouse and a phone than it is to meet in person and talk and yeah. have real relationships that way. Because yeah. I think because of the church in the way that it's set up, deep, meaningful relationships with church members is how... Christianity is supposed to work. Yeah. Um, and so I, I have a hard time believing it as well. Yeah. I think one of the things that I've observed that is kind of fascinating to me is people who I don't think are believers are having some kind of weird influence on believers. Um, and like, you'll, you'll see a lot of like reposting of said people or resharing and, and for whatever reason, a lot of it, what I see, is like art almost on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's like people are resharing this. And it has like, for them, it has some deep mm-hmm. faith-based purpose. And I'm like, this this girl is literally just creating stuff yeah. to grow her platform. <laughs> and Content, like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's, mm-hmm. I guess in a sense, like it's kind of great that you can find something from it. Yeah. But um, I don't know if the intention... I, that's another part that I struggle yeah, with. It's hard it's to like, was the intention, intention really there for me to go deeper in my faith? Or like, am I just kind of taking something out of context and, and forcing it to right. grow my faith, you know? Yeah. Yep. The article, uh, you guys are kind of hitting some of the highlights on there because obviously, um, and you guys know this, your generation uh, is definitely the the smallest, or, or how would you say this, the least percentage that are engaged spiritually, uh, and so <laughs> it says that uh, some twenty nine percent. It's talking about like Canada <laughs> and the United States in both. So in Canada, twenty nine percent of Canadian millennials um, go to, uh, go to church or use uh, digital content spiritually uh, at least once a month. So 29%, that's higher than I thought, to be honest. Once a month? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty low bar. Yeah. Uh, and then in the United States, it's 41% of millennials said that they consume religious or spiritual digital content at least once a month. So My question here is, mm-hmm. it goes back to all these polls, is like, what is the definition of digital consumption? Mm-hmm. Like. Does that mean me pulling out my Bible app during church service? Or does it mean that I'm literally saying, oh, well, this counted as my spiritual thing. I'm checking that I box. think they would. I think they're um, from what the article's saying is anything that's not traditional. So going to church, being there. Outside of that. Everything outside saying. of there. Everything okay. that you would find on your phone. So even reading a, 
a digital version would count if, if that mm. was something that you did on a regular basis. Okay. And so, um, you know, in short, I think it is very supplemental yeah. uh, for a lot of us. For most Christians that do go to church once a month or more, then there's a pr- pretty good a high percentage of those that are millennials that also at least see something uh, of religious value uh, on on the Internet or something like that. Yeah. It says here that uh, we found that while digital religion isn't necessarily attracting a lot of new millennials to participate, it is making the experience of those already involved richer. Hmm. I'd say that that's probably pretty accurate. They were saying only 5% of millennials... Uh, that don't go to church, they don't go anywhere. 5% of the population of those millennials that are completely unchurched uh, view some type of spiritual content online. It doesn't even say Christian. So um, I thought that was just really interesting uh, with that. And some do a great job. Like I listen to Sean McDowell. There's another guy, Mike Winger. Like you can see people posting and engaging that are atheists, that are seekers. And so there's there's a small select few that are probably doing a great job with engaging people, but for the most part. Um, so let me, um, I'm going to read you a couple things out of the article and let me know what your thoughts are. Uh, as rates of more conventional religious practices, such as in-person religious services, uh, Uh, have fallen in more recent years among younger generations. The expansion of the internet and our lives have meant that a larger portion of millennials are coming into what uh, somewhat regular contact with religion and spirituality online. So is it, are you saying that that is a good thing or a bad thing that, um, that it's, it's kind of shifting. I think towards more and more. I think that that's where people are. And I understand why, churches are trying to tap into that yeah, like including us trying to figure out yeah. okay how do we go this route but i think a church can go too far yeah. yeah um i've seen churches go to services on the metaverse like yeah. on facebook metaverse it's mm-hmm. weird um yeah not saying that that will never work or if that's bad i mean anywhere you're reaching people with the gospel is good but it's just kind of odd that you can try to gain uh, a deep relationship in something that's not real, right. um, like the metaverse. Yeah, it's like a twofold thing. The missionary heart of me is like, yeah, yeah. let's create Meet that platform. people where they are. Be yeah. people where they're at. But then it's also you create it, and you're going to be tempting every younger person that's like, I could just do this at home. You know, yep. I grew up in church. I, my parents made me go in high school. I'll just attend while in college on the metaverse. And so it's like drawing people away from... Yeah. real authentic community. So, yeah. It's very interesting. And I'm, it's like mind boggling too. Like we, I feel like I could talk circles around it all day and never get to like a, a defined point of this is how I actually feel about it. I was at a conference recently and the speaker was talking about, the, it was in a conversation about the metaverse, but how digital religion is growing. And um, there's a story of this man who was using, I think it was Roblox was the game or something to like witness to people. He met this girl on there. I mean, it's a character. So mm-hmm. you, you don't actually ever know the person in real life, but um, her tag was like her name was like something about a Satanist and she was a Satanist. And so he met online with her and I play games. I, I sound like I'm describing something weird. It, it is weird, but 
Um, anyways, it's pretty normal place now. Yeah, but, yeah, it's so normal. And I'm like, I feel old even trying to talk about this. But um, anyway, she came to know the Lord through his conversations with her um, because of the different, I think they even live in different countries. Oh. Um, she didn't have anyone around her who was a believer. She didn't have any churches around her or anything. And it's not that she's in a remote location, but the area that she's in is uh, unengaged, unreached probably. And so this guy in the Roblox game, she wanted to be baptized. Well, the only way he could baptize her was to baptize her character. So there's like a river in the game. Whoa. That'd That'd be a good theology. And so like, yeah, I mean, it really does open Mm -hmm. the question of they are conversing with one another in a chat room kind of situation. And Mm. I mean, you know, I've have friends who have met online dating who are married today and have great marriages, but like, it's not to say that those things can't work, but there is this part of me that's unsettled saying like, I don't know that she was true. Like I 100% cannot confidently say like, yeah, she was truly baptized. Right. And you know, I mean, if there's no one to really ever follow up with her, I think there's a lot of true community that happens in person. And yeah. I think that's like, I think God intends yeah. that for us too. Yeah. And he uses the interwebs to change things, but it's if hard. I was Church of Christ, I would be freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> but know that I'm not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. you know, you want her salvation to be locked in and you want her to know yeah. without a doubt. And and you also want to know that without sure. a doubt. But well, and that is amazing. Tough. It is yeah. cool for me to wrap my mind around. And I know like my son, he, he used to do a lot of video gaming and he would interact with friends back in Colorado mm-hmm. while they're playing games. And so I feel like I know a little bit about it, but it is kind of amazing to think that you can hold conversations through these games and that there's a creepy aspect of it. Yep. Yeah. And even some people listening who weren't Christ followers, they'd probably like, well, that's creepy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But for uh, for us, you know, presenting what we feel like is the truth, you know what I mean? That can change a person's life, change their eternity. You know, that's amazing. And so, you know, whether that person's a Christian or not would be based on the same thing. If it was a direct contact, face-to-face conversation, the baptism thing, you know, I'll just go out there and say, I don't think that's a real baptism, but hey, you know, it's a good step. the intent of the baptism is not there. Yeah, and it could even be meaningful. That could be a very meaningful thing for her, you know, but uh, I would just say, you know, if she was able to to get involved in a, a church in her area, you know, be biblically baptized. The first quote in Baptist history, and for those of you that are history nerds, I think I'm getting this right, but don't. Yeah, so the first Baptist was baptized by someone that was in, I think, the Mennonite church. uh, Because they were, this was kind of during the Reformation, during that time, and your Mennonites, like they were... They were anti-Catholic long before, you mm-hmm. know, the Reformation. Mm-hmm. And so they were realizing we need to be baptized as adults after salvation. And none of them could baptize one another because mm-hmm. none of them had been baptized biblically. And so they went to a Mennonite church and they were baptized. Interesting. Fun fact. That is fun. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. You might want to look that up. But I'm <laughs> Cool story, like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just almost certain. Yeah, someone... Someone correct me if I'm wrong and just put it down there. But I'm pretty sure that's right. But um, so, but interesting story. That's pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah, I think, you know, with a lot of things like this, especially anything new, 
it always, it's hard to wrap your mind around, is this a good thing or not? Um, and even with our church, we realize that like worship online and someone sitting down and watching it on their couch, like m- most of us did during COVID, long-term isn't ideal, No, mm. you know? Um, but for those who are older, you know, sitting in a hospital bed or can't get out, or for those that are just, they just spiritually, you know, not there, mm-hmm. it's a great place to start. I feel like the conversation was probably similar when churches started doing like television broadcasts. Yeah. You know, I mean, any change yeah. that's big yep. where you aren't always going to meet people face to face probably creates this like sweaty palm situation in the church right. for a lot of mm-hmm. staff and even members of like, well, are we still being real? Are we still being ourselves? Are we still, mm-hmm. you know, is the, the truth is the same regardless of how you share it. So, yeah. 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 You know. So, and I know at our church, our goal is to engage them online and try to invite them into community. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great platform, but, mm-hmm. but it is interesting and it's well, here to stay. And it, I mean, Bible says God will use what is foolish yeah. to man to, to do what he wants to. I mean, yeah. like, cause I mean, we might think this online gaming or whatever is, is foolish and is silly, but what's to say that a person who's never heard of Jesus has a dream about Jesus and is saved because of that. Right. You know, like know who's to say, like yeah. who's to say that's more impactful than what Allie's yeah. story was. So oh, yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, the good thing is we don't have to worry about saving souls. We just got to mm-hmm. preach the gospel. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. Very cool. I love stories like this. And I love, I love finding articles where you can look at things from multiple sides. It's definitely a gray area. Not, yeah, it is. And, uh, and there's, we a, like the gray. There's yeah. more of that. Than it's black int- and white. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's, it's always fun and interesting. So anyways, Hey, we want to hear from you. So if you got an opinion on it, uh, don't hesitate to post it down there and, uh, let us know, uh, Obviously, be kind as you as you do things, and if you converse with one another. But it's fun to hear people's perspective on things mm-hmm. like that. So we'd love to hear yours as well. If you're out there saving people on Roblox, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> that's so right. So, is it roadblocks or Roblox? No, I'm under the impression it's Roblox. Okay. With an X at the end. Okay. And I, the graphics are like. I don't know. I don't understand that. Like, like Minecraft world. Yeah. Yeah. Like graphics were like trying to be so freaky good and Mm -hmm. they were like super realistic. And then my nephews who are like 10 and 11 really got into like stuff that was, you know, just right when I was born. I'm like, man, these are terrible. I had better graphics in my, Mm -hmm. you know, Oh five or maybe 2001. Golden eye. Yeah. Golden eye. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. And so, I don't sixty four. It just anyways, kids are weird. Yeah, kids are <laughs> kids are weird. That's old you're t- people up here. You talking to the guy that had the Atari. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Literally a block. It's a yeah. cube. Yeah. Anyways, well, good discussion. Uh hope you enjoyed today's podcast and uh, please share it with somebody you think that might be encouraging or or whatever might make them laugh but yeah, uh like we're appreciate the worst you. podcast ever <laughs> share share right. please Just kidding. All hey, right. any news is good news right or any publicity is uh, good publicity sure. <laughs> all right god bless you guys have a great day and we'll see you next week